Hello. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, no, I'm not racist. That is not an impersonation of an Asian doorman. That's my daughter. That's how my daughter sounds when she's saying hello to me. Hello. And uh, it's not her fault that she sounds like a stereotype. Um, she's a baby. She's a baby. She's watching Peppa Pig. And you don't get bored as a fucking parent scrolling through the, the endless Rolodex in 2023. It's 2000, motherfucker, 23, ladies and gentlemen. It's 2023. You don't get bored as a, uh, a parent scrolling through the endless Rolodex of cartoons, um, semi-educational children's videos, uh, Disney and Pixar movies. It's just endless fucking content. It has to be a multi-trillion dollar industry, you know, turning on the TV and letting that raise your child. It's incredible. I'm all for it. I'm fucking all for it. I was talking to my girl about that. Um, I was actually talking to my boy last night as well about this. This is how sad my fucking life is becoming. I used to talk to my girl about her sucking my dick, and I used to talk to my boy about getting my dick sucked. Um, <laughs> it's not what we talk about. We talk about children's cartoons now. And I, I talked to both of them on separate occasions. My boy last night, we were just on the phone, and I was just telling him, I was like, yo, it's different nowadays than when we came up. It's different nowadays than when we fucking came up. When I was growing up, there was a an archetype by which all children's movies, in particular like Disney movies, were created. There was a recipe, and people did not really... Uh, Get too far away from that recipe. You know, in the early 90s, it was princess movies or prince movies. You know what I'm saying? There was Aladdin. There was Little Mermaid, Lion King. You know, there was this aspect of uh, being in a, a royal, you know, monarchal society. And for the little girls, there was always some like oppressed woman. <laughs> Who needed the man to complete her. And for the little boys, um, you know, they were getting the little boys ready for manhood. You know, dangling carrots of dreams and magic in front of their eyes so that they would get on the hamster wheel uh, that we call a nine to five lifestyle and join the rat race. You know, indoctrinate them with that mindset. Fill their head with dreams of materialism. Uh, nowadays, there's a lot more options. These cartoons, these movies... It's wonderful. It is fucking wonderful. Beside the fact that they are racially diverse, you could, I always appreciate that. I still have a problem with the representation of black people in Disney movies. I still think there's a lot of virtue signaling. I still think that they, they need to take a pause on just rehashing old ideas with a black face. Because <laughs> that's what's happening. Little Mermaid, black. Beauty and the Beast, black. Um, that's not, I don't think that's fair. I think we can get creative enough in North America where somebody can come up with a movie, uh, that incorporates a black story that doesn't have to do with poverty. That does not have to do with overcoming some type of struggle. Just make it fantastic. Make it magical. Make it the universal struggle of life. I really appreciate what they did with Moana. They showed love to the Polynesians. It was historically accurate. It was something that uh, Samoans or Polynesians or whatever the fuck those people are, Hawaiian, um, they could be very proud of that movie and their ancestry. 
you know? They were Voyagers. If you've seen a movie, you fucking know if I know. I know. You know if you know. You know understand what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, they can do that with certain cultures. Encanto, Hispanic movie about Colombians. Very accurate about the ethnic mixing. There's blacks, there's whites, there's in-betweens. You know what I'm saying? There's big girls, little girls, big guys, little guys. It's just a very beautiful put-together uh, expression of a culture. And I'm sure that they could fucking do that. <laughs> they could find one good black story. And make it fucking magical without just having to rehash an old white story and giving it to the black people. Like, hey, sorry, but we got this for you. We're just going to do the same goddamn thing. We're just going to throw a black face on it. You know, I think the only one that they have is like Princess and the Frog, which isn't bad, but it still is that theme of like, you know, poor black family in New Orleans living in the shadows of the rich white counterpart. It's like, ah, ah. Um, what am I doing here? Am I pitching? Am I pitching Disney? What the fuck am I doing? Um, no, but this is what's on my, this is what's on my mind. I was telling my boy that I was like, yo, I know he looks at me like, what the fuck happened in your life? What happened in your life? You used to call me with the most disturbing, <laughs> sexually deviant ideas. You know, this Friday we're going out and we're gonna fucking. Bill Cosby, these bitches. No, I was, I'm not a rapist. I never put anything in anybody's drink. Um, wouldn't be opposed to drinking a Bill Cosby cocktail, though. As a parent, sometimes you need something to put you to fucking sleep. Um, just, you know, I don't want the Bill Cosby in my room after I take the drink. You get the fucking point. I don't want to get raped. What am I talking about? What am I talking about? Um, children's movies? Children's shows? My daughter's watching Peppa Pig right now. Very interesting fucking cartoon. You got to mix it up. You got to mix it up. If you're going to truly neglect and not raise your child <laughs> and allow various forms of media and content creators to do that job for you, you got to mix it up. There has to be a balance. Too much of anything in this life is a bad thing, ladies and gentlemen. You're fucking you're, you're aware of that. Some, some of you dumbass people just got that tattooed on your body. You're, you're an idiot. Um, motivational quote tattoo on the body. That's like top tier stupid. Uh, <laughs> the way you get higher in that fucking totem pole of retardation is if you throw it on your body, uh, that motivational quote in a language that you don't even speak. That's even fucking dumber. That's even dumber. And then, you know, above those people are like people who get portraits of famous people tattooed on them. Those people are, are lost. But anyway, I'm tangenting. Uh, what I was... <laughs> What I was intending to talk about. Um, I got off topic. I don't even remember what I was going to say. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is my call. This is my brain off of coffee. Coffee is a very potent drug. It is a very addictive drug. I've spent uh, time in the last six months on and off of coffee. Not like with intentionality. I wasn't saying I'm going on a fucking coffee break. It's not that kind of problem. It's not like alcohol. It's not like weed. It's not like... Uh, you know, what, what is what is the third uh, devil? Pornography. It's not like any of those things, ladies and gentlemen. Coffee is like a seamless addiction. You don't really notice that you're getting hooked on it. You don't notice. You take a little break and it's circumstantial. Maybe you forgot to drink coffee. You woke up in a great mood, ate a fucking fruit like a human being should, and you, you sourced your, your energy from the natural sugars and the fruit. You got some fructose in your blood and you woke up like a normal human being should wake up. Not with... Uh, you know, liquid meth, which is what I drink, espresso, 
big motherfucking mug to the dome, right? And when I'm off of it, I don't feel very much different than when I'm on it. The main difference is, I mean, obviously caffeine is going to do something to you, but I, I, I drank it so much in my fucking life. It's like you build up a tolerance to it. So I'm not having like a, a huge shift in my behavior, or personality, or thinking patterns. Um, there is a, you know, obviously a, a jolt of energy that you get from drinking the caffeine. But what I notice the main difference is when I just go and I just grab a cup of coffee. You know how I got back on the fucking wagon with coffee? I was taking a walk with my girl and my baby. Beautiful, crisp afternoon. We pass a Starbucks. We're Caribbean. It's in our blood. Sugar cane. You understand the motherfucking vibes. And we go into a Starbucks and I order my regular. I just say, it's like 5.30, 6 p.m. And I'll tell them, I'm like, can I get a, a, a white chocolate mocha with um, blonde shots and almond milk? Hot. And then they say, what size? And this is my rebellion because I feel homosexual after I said all that. <laughs> I feel like a gay human being. So the way that I counteract what I just felt was, you know, gay language, being very specific in how I want my, my hot mocha. Um, they would ask me what size and everybody knows because Starbucks is a humongous monopoly. It's an incredibly powerful conglomerate run by um, witches and they have changed the language that human being, that people who speak English, uh, they, they, they understand sizes by small, medium and large. And Starbucks is such a fucking uh, behemoth. It's such a, a gargantuan industry. It, it's such a, a god. I deify the, the, the good Lord Starbucks. They're so incredible that they have the power to change people who speak English. Uh, they, they change their their normal uh, speech and they say, what is, what is it, venti, grande, and whatever the fuck. Um, but I don't do that, once again, because I just described how I wanted that coffee and it made me feel gay. So this is my rebellion. This is where I put my dick and my balls on the counter. And I said, pay with that. Apple pay with my dickhead, bitch. And I, toxic masculinity. And so they asked me what size and I say a large. And they look at me and they don't say nothing. They don't say, do you mean? I just say large. And then they go make my gay ass coffee. Uh, the point of all of that is that how, that's how the addiction starts. That's how it begins. I'll go and just, I just want to treat. I just want to treat. I just wanted to treat myself with some nice, delicious coffee. And as I'm, I'm walking with my girl and my beautiful child, and it's a crisp afternoon, I notice after I take a couple fucking sips of that amazing Starbucks, how it enhances my experience. And I'm not talking about like enhancing my experience, like, you know, somebody put some fucking oil on my back and was massaging me. I'm not talking about enhancing my experience like an air conditioner would in the living room. I'm talking about like the, the human experience, like my vision gets better. <laughs> I become more conscious. I become more fucking aware. And subconsciously, my brain favors that state of mind. And so the next day I go, you know, I'll start my day off with a cup of coffee. And then now, as I've been drinking coffee lately, for maybe the last week and a half, I'm sitting here trying to do a podcast and I can't focus without it. I can't focus. I can't live without you. I feel like Justin Timberlake in that song, that really long ass seven minute song. I think it was the last album he came out with, 2020. Ironic. That was the year that the world shut down. 
Um, he, it was in 2020 when he came out with it. Uh, and he, he, I think it's called Mirror. It's like your tongue in a mirror. And another half of me. That's how I feel about fucking coffee. When I look at my fucking reflection, I see a demon. And it's not in the image of me. It is a mug of Cafe Bustelo. And I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do any of this without it. I couldn't do anything. That's why uh, I'm bloodline Illuminati, Illuminati bonded to coffee. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You see what I'm saying? You see, this is my brain off of coffee. There's a problem here. There's a problem, isn't it? And in a couple days, if I just continue not drinking it, I'll go back to normal and I'll sound like a normal human being on the podcast, right? And now I feel like a fucking drug addict. I was talking about children's movies. I started tangenting about coffee. I should, I should, you know, let, let me do this. Let's do this. You know, I think I've been talking about enough horse shit. You guys tune into the Nothing Important podcast because you can't trust the media. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't fucking trust the media. The media is all bullshit. It is all trying to get clicks. It's all trying to get motherfucking paid. It's all trying to pervert your, your children. It's all psyops. Everybody's against you. All the conspiracy theories are correct. Everything is coming out. The aliens are real. Uh, you know, reptilians are real. You get the fucking point. I'm not like that. I'm different. I'm different. Um, I'm retarded. Um, so I choose to be honest. That's what stupid people do. They're, they're honest. And so I'll report some fucking news for you. I'm on Google right now. And I'm just going to pick a story. I'm going to pick a story. Let's, let's read some of these fucking dumbass stories that they're... Suggesting for me. Jay-Z has investments in Ghana. Dave Chappelle reveals. Dave, why are you snitching on this man's money, bro? Um, no. I'm a psychology expert in Finland. The number one happiest country in the world. Here are three things we never do. Uh, what are, what are going to be those fucking three things? They don't make money. Uh, <laughs> if they're all happy, it's the happiest country in the world. They probably are all a lower middle class, right? And uh, none of them have Wi-Fi. They don't have access to the interwebs, to the the cesspool of negative mentality because, you know, that's what makes people depressed. It's the internet. Um, I'm not going to read that. Now hiring. And the now hiring sign is like a fucked up, beat up red sign. This is just a photo of the story. Quiet hiring will dominate the U.S. in 2022. 23 says HR expert. Who the, who the fuck is an HR expert? They have like <laughs> professors in prestigious universities, the professor of human resources. What the fuck is going on here? Quiet hiring will dominate the US. What the fuck is quiet? See, they. this is what I don't like. CNBC. I get it. You got to get people to click the article. You got to make your money. You got to get your, your, your bread from the advertisers. I understand that. But they're like wizards in the fucking caption because they're just triggering me. They're triggering me to click this and not for a positive reason. Just so I can fucking light their ass up. What is quiet hiring? I guess they're smarter than me because I'm clicking it. I'm going to click in this shit. Quiet hiring will dominate the U.S. in 2023. I just want to know what the fuck that means. Like, are they going <laughs> to... They're going <laughs> to... They're going to whisper uh, you're hired? I don't, a new year is here. And with it, a new workplace phenomenon that boss, bosses and employees should prepare for. Quiet hiring. Quiet hiring is when an organization 
acquires new skills without actually hiring new full-time employees. Holy shit, I thought this was going to be positive. I thought this was going to be positive outlook for our economy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a con job. When you are employed in any facet, nine to five position, regardless of industry, and your employer, your boss, your manager comes up to you and they, uh, you already know your outlined role. You, you've already been dictated to what you're getting fucking paid for. And they come up to you and they say, hey, we're going to give you a dollar more, but we want you to take on an entirely different fucking role on top of what you're doing. That's called getting fucked in the ass, ladies and gentlemen. That is a quiet fucking. This is not quiet hiring. Quiet hiring is when an organization acquires new skills without actually hiring new full-time employees. Con job. Con job. I'm not going to read the rest of this. Um, Let's see what else is on here. Dwayne Johnson faces a black Adam reckoning. Reckoning? Rockening. Okay, that was supposed to be clever. Uh, Gizmodo is the name of who wrote this article. Uh, Dwayne Johnson faces a black Adam rockening. That's supposed to be reckoning. It's spelled incorrectly on purpose because Dwayne Johnson is the rock. That didn't trigger me enough to click it. Kim Kardashian Helps daughter North transform into dad Kanye West with special effects makeup. Holy shit, this lady's a fucking dirty bitch. This lady's a horrible fucking human being. Ladies and gentlemen, if you know me, you know I don't like Kanye. I ha- I-, I-, I disliked Kanye when it was unpopular. When Kanye was considered a genius by every white person and um, Jesus Christ by every black person. Uh, when that was going on for way too fucking long, I hated Kanye. I judged him. I thought he was stupid. I thought his fol- followers were dumb. You know, he's done a couple good things, meaning he had a couple good albums. I don't think the shoes are terrible, but come on, son. This guy's just been running cons. Regardless of all of that, I do have to acknowledge Kim Kardashian uh, dressing Kanye West's daughter to look like a grown man with bipolarism. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. She's throwing salt (laughs) in a very large wound. U.S. authorities are turning their attention to FTX. I don't want to hear about fucking Sam Bankman Freed, the greatest magician of all time. Be unshakable. The ultimate stoic quote collection. Okay? Douchebag. Um, it, <clears throat> I want to tell anybody out there, if you click on articles when uh, the, the seller, the marketing point, the visual component uh, for the clickbait is like a, a, a fucking statue of like an old philosopher, you're gay. You're gay. You didn't know it. I'm telling you, you're gay. That's very corny. Remember earlier I was talking about douchebags, dumb people, when they get a motivational quote, seize the day, and they put it on the back of their neck, and they put it in the language that they don't fucking speak. Um, Very douchey. This is like the root of that, is when you start clicking around the internet for stoic quotes, but you won't read it unless it has like a fucking ancient philosopher's photo. Very corny. Uh, bride gets wedding photos back, notices something is off after zooming in. He is a liar. Okay, this is drama. Okay, all right. Somehow, on my Google suggestions, uh, my mom's fucking taste for novellas, for <laughs> soap operas got in here. And there's a, a wedding photo of a guy getting his, his beef touched by the bridesmaid. Um, Goddamn. Uh, I, I, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to break down any of this. I'm not going to break down any of this. That was just an exercise of how you should 
go about sorting through information because the media is all bullshit. You can't trust anybody. Reptilians, yada, yada, motherfucking yada. Everybody wants to claim that aliens built pyramids, but it's just white people that don't want to admit that black people back then were very, very fucking smart. I still do believe in aliens and I think they're walking around, but I don't think they're as smart as we goddamn fucking think they are. Maybe our armadillo is an alien. You know what I mean? And they just didn't tell us. They were like, let's just fucking let them think this weird rat looking uh, creature with a, with a rock for a fucking back that can turn into a yo-yo and roll around in the dirt <laughs> at will. Let's, let's let people think that that is native to planet Earth and it's been a big fucking game with the elites, you know? How many alien species exist on this fucking planet? We're looking for intelligent life forms. Nobody cares, right? If an asteroid hit the Earth and it had alien life forms, but they were like domesticated pets, nobody would give a fuck. You know, little Lilo and Stitch and shit. You, nobody gives a fuck. We want a, intelligent life forms. But be careful what you wish for, ladies and gentlemen. I have this theory. <clears throat> I think God is, is, a, is a roach. <laughs> I think God is a roach because, you know, irony is prevailing in the human experience. And wouldn't that be funny? The, the creature on this planet that is the bane of existence for human beings, nobody likes a roach. If you like roaches, you are, there's something wrong with you. I can guarantee you have other problems in your life. If you enjoy uh, a roach, a roach's company, or you like the idea of them, or you like to look at them, um, there's something fucking wrong with you. And I think that's why God is a roach. Am I going to get into it? No, I'm not. I'm going to leave you motherfucking high and dry. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nothing Important Podcast. Hopefully you came today and realized nothing is important. No, that's not the point of it. It's just saying, you know, don't take it too serious. Don't take it too motherfucking serious. Um, but I do want to I do want to say something. I want to say thank you to anybody who's a continual listener. Thank you for listening. Continue listening. Do me a favor. Go on to my Instagram. I'm starting to fall in love with the motherfucking IG. Go on to the IG. Like the posts, like the reels. Until next time.